0: And we're back with another episode of the Anarchist Experience, episode 284, a.k.a. Year 6, week 34, uh, coming at you this week. As always, I am your host, Mr. Rich E. Rich, along with MC KS. And since this is your regular call-in show, those numbers, 303-335-9527 or 303-835-1301. That's 303-335-9527 or 303-835-1301. Normally, I would throw it over to you guys, see how you're doing. Um, But I have an experience that I want to share with you gentlemen uh, because it was uh, not unexpected but interesting result nonetheless. So interesting, in fact, that I couldn't wait for my next duties on Free Talk Live. I had to call into the national broadcast radio show. Uh, and share this experience as a caller as well. But I figure, you know, it's a day later, might as well share it on here too. Cause Absolutely. I get to talk to you guys about it. So we have covered in the past, uh, what I am calling the full compliance mask. Do you recall this conversation? <laughs> yeah. I okay. Your mask. So you, <laughs> you've seen the, I'm calling this, I'm describing it's the full compliance mask, right? It's right. a face shield it's got eye protection, nose protection, mouth protection. Uh, there is nothing, no viruses getting through the, you know, the, the shielded part of this mask. So if they, if they want me to wear a mask, I have a mask that is in full compliance, uh, with their requirements. Uh, and so yesterday I got to test it out, uh, because my, my phone is on the fritz. Um, so I had to, I, I was compelled, if you will, to, to go down to the Apple store Uh, to talk to the geniuses over there uh, to see what can be done about it. And I was forewarned uh, that the Apple store takes extra precautions uh, with customers coming and going. And I went, that's fine because I have a full compliance mask. (laughs) (laughs) And so I like, let's go do this thing. Uh, So I get to the Apple store and one of the immediate things that jumps out at me is uh, at, at our mall, right? It's not just the Apple store. They have... Uh, co-opted, like I want to say, like another 900 square feet out in front of their storefront, right? Like into the into the regular mall walkway, um, where at least a dozen Apple employees were milling about sh- with no customers to be seen. Uh, M was already inside waiting on me because I had I had to meet her there uh, as I was going straight from work, um, and rather than just have you know Apple employees. Uh, as their compliance officers, uh, they have two bouncers at the front door, mandating all this, like security guard you know i i the security guards I said bouncers because they're giant, two dudes, two big dudes just standing there, you know administering were, you know
1: were their knuckles
0: dragging on the ground it could have been I mean like you know <laughs> when, when if you just picture, your, your you know the bouncer at the local club right now, picture that dude just hanging out outside the Apple store right? Like he's, he's in charge of anyone coming and going. So like, no problem. I got to fix my phone. I've got my full compliance masks. Uh, I find out, okay, you got to take your temperature to go inside this part. I'm a little less concerned about. Uh, I know some people are like, you're not taking my temperature, I, but it's so non-invasive, right? Like they, they're not probing me. They're not sticking anything in my ear. They're not sticking anything in my mouth. They're not sticking anything up my ass to get my temperature right? It's, it's a topical thing like boop on your forehead and then you're done. Right. So like, who cares? I thought
1: your mask didn't allow reaching the forehead. Doesn't the mask cover the forehead?
0: I'm getting there. So I don't have the mask on yet because Mm -hmm. where I live, the masks are not mandated in the city. So I don't have to wear this around. I walked through the mall without one. Um, and you know, if you take my temperature and I'm asymptomatic, right. I don't need a mask. So I, you know, they take the temperature, and then I just I proceed onward, and they go, "Whoa, whoa, whoa! You need to wear a mask." And they proceed to hand me one of their little paper cloth masks. And I go, "Oh, don't worry about it, sir. I've got my, my own." own. <laughs> and then I proceed to pull out the full compliance mask and don that some bitch right outside the Apple Store uh, security. Got a kick out of it. Like they were cool. <laughs> All right. They were okay. going mean, to, they were like, oh man, that's, you know, that's. That's got a, really you know. cool. <laughs> Whoa. Did not see that coming. Uh, <laughs> and before I could proceed like a step into the door, uh, I was stopped uh, by the store manager, Taylor, at the Apple store at the Mall of New Hampshire. If you care about those sorts of things. And he says, you must wear one of those cloth masks. Over there, <laughs> and I said, "Well, this one's better, right? Clearly, right? I've got uh, ten millimeters of uh, UWEPH or some something like that. Uh, you know, of hardened plastic. I'm gonna look that, look up that if I if I typed it, UHMWPE. It's, it's like ultra high uh, density polyethylene plastic. Right? I've got ten millimeters of this stuff blocking." a bullet to get through there's no way that a virus is getting through this thing right it can stop a bullet it can stop a virus so like my mask is better just out of curiosity do you
1: have some kind of tube hooked up to an air tank so you can breathe
0: no see okay so here's the other thing I'll, i'll deviate real quick on that i don't buy into the bullshit of people going like i can't breathe in a mask it may be more difficult if you have like a weakened lung capacity or, you know, have problems breathing in general, but I have never had problems wearing masks, right? I used to go trick or treating. I wear, I used to wear face mask while driving uh, a neoprene face mask while driving in Hawaii. Never bothered me for breathing. Uh, you know, when I, when I wear the cloth masks, it will fog up my, my glasses. Uh, but this face mask, uh, the eye holes are just mesh, right? So if, even if I breathe in the mask, the air escapes, you know, through the eye holes and it doesn't fog up Okay, uh, my mask. So there's a mesh over the eyes and
1: mouth and nose, right? Well, so. it's
0: not, well, there's mesh over the eyes. The right. mouth and nose is UHM WPE, uh, 10 millimeters thick, uh, plastic covering. <laughs> Nothing's getting through this thing, right? Stop a can, rifle round. Can, it can, can stop a sound.
1: About sound still gets through right sound does get through but uh, this is
0: the other thing that you know part of the the next step of my rigging when i get my phone back is uh, i have the lapel mic that wedges nicely into the foam insert into the mask and i have a speaker (laughs) that hangs on my chest so i will talk into the mask uh, and or type onto my phone and it will vocalize through the speaker
2: so you don't have to worry about
0: that got it covered uh
1: Like one of those guys with throat cancer. He's got a sort of a, a device that that amplifies
0: his his air through his sure pipes.
2: Yeah. yeah, okay. I've got this yeah. thing
0: covered. You know, sure. Like you can hear me fine um, through my mask if I have the the uh, the unfortunate thing is like I couldn't pull up the full rigging because it requires going through my phone and my phone is on the fritz. That's why I'm at the Apple Store. Got to fix the phone uh, to to make this thing fully effective. So. Mm-hmm. I understand the limitations going into this, uh, first encounter. Um, and I'm, you know, I'm working on it, right? Like give me a break. If you're doing anything this cool, you let me know and we can talk, <laughs> Absolutely. but I don't think anybody else is. It's, I have a customer at work. Who's like building his own, uh, you know, he's got like metal plating and riveting and whatever for a Joker mask that he's working on for the same, same idea. I'm like, you bring yours in and we'll compare. But anyway, so I go, my mask is better clearly. And this is where it gets interesting. This is, this is the most, uh, beautifully honest admission, right. That I think you can ever get out of somebody. And it's a shame that I care more about experiences, um, uh, than records, right. Then, you know, cause like I didn't, I wasn't recording this. there was no one else around, no, no one to verify, uh, this information except maybe the bouncers, uh, you know, yeah. if, if you, if you subpoenaed them, um, but yeah, so we, we got to do this kind of, you know, I, I talked to uh, Ian, he's like, you got to have, you got to go with someone. It's like, someone has to be recording you when you go out on this. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But th- then it becomes a thing that, you know, then it becomes a job for me to do. Like I had to be at the Apple store. I was just going to go and see what happens, right? Like none of my activism has ever been, or, or you know, trolling or whatever you want to call it, has ever been uh, designed to get a re- get it on record. Right like I go bad, that was an interesting experience um uh, that I will remember as long as my memory you know uh, holds true so this is the so you know so i he I go like mine is better, and he goes, no, you can't enter with that mask on you have to wear one of the cloth masks because it's about the optics uh-huh. <laughs> you, just, no, you just put the cloth mask over your other mask. <laughs> right. <laughs> And if I had more time to think about this, maybe that's what I would have done. But can you, can you imagine that, right? The optics. <laughs> he said that. He Those said that. Those were his words. Those were his words. It's about the optics. So I go, oh, okay, <laughs> fine. You know, I put my mask away. If it's about the optics, I take the little cloth mask and I take my time putting that on as I walk through the store right yeah, so i'm like so i'm like 10 i'm 10 15 feet place. into the store before <laughs> this thing gets on and then i just i wrap it around like a chin strap right because i've seen people wear it like a chin strap fuck it yeah. i'm gonna wear it like a chin strap too uh,
2: <laughs> Cause so i'm already
0: because it's the optics so i'm already talking to the genius at the bar you know my wife's there uh, got this thing wrapped around my chin and the manager comes over again right wants to talk to me again and he goes sir has to be above your nose. I went, oh, okay. You know, because I thought it was about the optics. So I, yeah. you know. <laughs> I push it over my nose. Fine. No problem. Still in compliance. We all, are playing the game here, fella. Okay. Uh, and then he goes away. And then, you know, as I'm talking to the genius, right, the Apple guy, uh, you know, normal mouth moving, that thing slips down past your nose. Right? Yeah. And it just, it just <laughs> falls naturally as you're moving your mouth. Uh, so sauntering over again here he comes uh <laughs> starts to talk to me again and and you know at this point i'm like you know I, I told him straight up you really got a lot of energy on me don't you like you're really focused on me here aren't you bud taylor with the name tag on there taylor yeah um he goes well yeah because it's got to be like above your nose right you got to keep it above your nose i go okay, but it falls, you know, like when I'm talking, this is like the natural thing that happens with these shitty little cloth masks. I didn't say, I didn't swear, but you know right. what? You get the message. And, right. and he goes, well, it's for the safety of other customers and also my employee. I go, well, hold on a minute, Taylor. Yeah. At the front, you <laughs> know. that was the case, if that was, you would have accepted my mask. <laughs> right. I, and that's what I said. I said, I have a vastly superior mask in my bag that you told me not to wear because it was about optics, Optics. (laughs) right? And you've come up to me like three times now, (laughs) well within the six feet social distance requirement. (laughs) You're in my personal bubble. Like I'm trying to keep my, my, you know, my contact to a minimum here with just my wife and the genius. And you keep approaching me. (laughs) Yeah. <laughs> and so at this point he gets the message. He goes, You're right, sir. You're right. I'm too close, and he backs, away, <laughs> he backs away. And I turn my attention back to the genius, and he disappeared, and I never seen him again for the rest. Of
1: the- <laughs> he's a slow learner,
0: but but he's still a learner, <laughs> right? And so I'm, I'm talking to M about this afterwards, and she's like, "If I, if I was the manager, I would never have let you get away with that." I go, "Get away with what?" I was in full compliance the yeah. entire time. Mm-hmm. I have a vastly superior product that I spent good money on to protect myself <laughs> in these situations.
1: And he wouldn't let you use it. And
0: them. he wouldn't let me use it, not for safety, but because of optics. <laughs> and then he was the one violating social distancing over and over and over again by approaching me. <laughs> right?
1: Like is that the guy, the genius that was saying this to you?
0: No, this was the store manager. No, but I mean, who who was saying that? Oh, I was talking to M about this. Oh, uh, okay, oh, okay, M, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, you know, a, after the fact, that she was like, I, she would. I'm like, what do you mean? I didn't do anything wrong. I did everything they asked me to do. I was prepared to do more than they asked me to do, and he refused. You know, <laughs> so, and the genius didn't say a word. Didn't say anything about the chin strap. Didn't say anything about you know he was he was doing his job. Right, your your phone's broken. We run the diagnostics. Uh, you know, diagnostic says there's nothing wrong with your phone. Of course, the diagnostic says that. Uh, but he goes, but then he goes, well, there, there, it's showing that something is wrong, just not you know what it is. So we got to take it in for repairs. So I'm on a loaner phone uh, right now, which is also why I am hesitant. Um, to file a complaint like an official complaint i'm i may call the apple number like i screenshotted the apple number for the the main office in cupertino uh to find out just what their policy is because from what i've read on the apple site the apple website um all that is required for entry is to have your temperature taken and a face covering right Mm -hmm. and i've i've got the best face covering there is (laughs) 10 millimeters of uhm wpe plastic uh full compliance face shield face mask and I was I was <laughs> and I was told not to wear it for optics <laughs> so I just wanted to, I wanted to share that again because and i and I've repeated it enough so if you're tired of me saying the word optics fine uh, but that's the point that I no, want to hit I
1: love off. it I love it because that's that's really what it is I mean yeah that's
0: really what it is and we have so been he was saying being that. honest <laughs> right <laughs> yeah i th- I think. Uh, mistakenly honest, right? I think if he, he could walk that back, he would phrase it differently. I don't think that's the message that he wanted to convey. Uh, but it's the honest message that no one wants to talk about. Uh, and I got this guy to admit it, Mm. right? Uh, the, the, the overt admission that this has nothing to do with safety. This is all about optics, uh, and to, to a greater extent in the grander scheme of things, compliance, uh, that they just they they typically ignore uh and and I'm hoping that Ed, the more I go out with my full compliance mask uh maybe with you know the friend or whatever to to videotape this we can get more admissions that this isn't about safety this is about compliance this is about optics this is about you know just uh you must wear the mask that we tell you to wear type of a thing uh so I thought that was fun and then you know like I said well I uh when I get my phone back I'll get the full rigging. You know, I've, I've bought some wires. I bought some cables. I've got, uh, <laughs> so, so the other thing that I've added to this, uh, because when I, when I told a friend, a local friend here about the full compliance mask, he goes, dude, you got to wear a plate carrier with that. I went, God damn it, man. Oh, I what? got, it. uh, what? uh, armor plating, like the, oh. the, the, <laughs> vest" I was thinking it would be good to have a Darth Vader helmet with it, you know, cover your whole, your whole skull that way. So that's the other thing. So Mm -hmm. if, if that's the route you want to go, they, they have half face masks that don't cover the forehead. They like kind of stop right above the eyes Mm -hmm. and then they sell the, uh, the, the armor helmet that can go over that. Mm -hmm. So if you wanted to do something like that, you could definitely get like the half mask and then rig up some sort of Darth Vader helmet or, you know, fabricate one or 3D print one or whatever uh, to go with that. Uh, I elected on the full face mask just because, why not? It's, uh, it's uh, so
1: much more the, the Friday the 13th, um, you know, what are these horror movies. Jason. That, uh, yeah. Jason, that's right. That's right. That's uh, uh, much more the image of that. And and uh, But all black. Quite, quite frightening. Yeah, yeah,
0: that's right. That's right. Yeah, Jason was had a white mask, right? But But yes, so you know, so so he goes, you know, he's like, you got to get the plate carrier to go with that. And I was like, damn it, dude! Like I already, (laughs) I dropped a few hundred bucks on this mask, right? Now you want me to drop the like armor plates are expensive, yeah. Uh, (laughs) But apparently, there's a local place here that he recommended that has, uh, you know, good plates cheap. So like half, he's like, I'll sell you my good plates. And then I'll go buy these, you know, cheaper plates because I trust them. Like, well, let's talk about that when I have the money. Uh, but I did, however, on his recommendation, right? He goes like, you got to get, the, you got to get the plate carrier. I bought the plate carrier. I don't have any plates to put in them yet, but I have the plate carrier. So I, so now I have that, um, you know, with all the loops and hoops and, you know, things that go along with that, that I can run all these wires and cables through uh, efficiently. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and, and hang the speaker in a nice, uh, comfortable spot there on the front of the plate carrier. And that'll, that'll, <laughs> that, that'll enhance uh the, the, <laughs> the image that we're going for uh, if, and when we, if, and when we ever debut this thing on a, on a more regular basis, like out, out walking the streets or whatever. So we'll see. So the full compliance mask uh, refused at the Apple store because it, it, it provided poor optics, uh, according to the, the store manager there. Now, that's all. Unless you guys have any questions, concerns, comments on that, because then we can move on, because that's the end of my story. Great story. All right. So I know UKS uh, pre-show had a couple of things that you wanted to get into. Um, we can continue the COVID coverage uh, if you'd like, uh, but I know you also wanted to dabble into the subject of jury nullification. I love it. Yeah, I. Uh, I mean, it's. I don't
1: know if what the cases are that are brewing these days, but uh, um, jury nullification is a favorite topic topic of mine because I think it would be a, a, a historically. I mean, may I may I delve into that a little bit? Absolutely. I. Uh, I mean, historically, it was a way that uh, uh, juries um, refused to convict. Women of of witchcraft charges uh, in in Salem uh, in the colonial days. Uh, Peter Zenger was a a publisher who was uh, uh, allowed to publish things critical of the governor of um, I think of uh, Virginia uh, in colonial days because uh, he had a right to to publish these things. Or well, actually, the the jury decided not to convict him of laws that. Were against him criticizing the government, even if it was,
0: uh, even if it was legal. Yeah, let's it's, mention that real quick, just just in case someone is new to jury nullification. What, how would you describe it, uh, commonly? The, uh, a jury has a right
1: not just to rule on the case itself, whether the person uh, committed the crime, or but they also have a right to rule in that case on the the law itself, and to say whether or not the law uh, should be uh, upheld in this case or not. Um, I, I, it originated, I think, with uh, William Penn, when he was being charged by the King of England with, um, you know, uh, disturbing the peace. With uh, a, He was trying to practice the Quaker religion with an assembly of uh, followers practicing freedom of speech and so on. Well, before there were How such dare things. He? But he, he broke the king's law, and the king wanted him convicted. And the, the judge in the case said, well, he clearly broke the law. Everybody saw it. Everybody witnessed it. Uh, and uh, he doesn't deny what he did. Um, but he said not guilty because he believed that he had a right to exercise his religion um, in the manner that he chooses. And the jury refused to convict him so the judge and the king put the jury in jail in prison in the dungeons uh until they would change their 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 story cuz that's and, fair uh, and it went on to the high court and they finally said no the jury um makes their deliberation as they choose and so it 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 meant that they had a right to to challenge the law itself
0: in those cases it's the last step for you know the the we the people folks um to rein in bad laws right like yeah you know they can the legislature can propose it the executive branch can sign it into law uh the enforcement you know arm the the police can uh can you know enforce the law the the judge sitting on the bench there can adjudicate the law um but then the jury gets to go like, well, all that was kind of stupid. So we're not, no, we're not, not happening here.
2: Well, unfortunately in the, in the U S they, they found a way around that even. And they, so they just stack the jury with people that they know don't like the guy. And so uh, that's what happened in, in the case of uh, Roger Stone.
1: Yeah. The today, because I mean, go back to the civil war era. I mean, pre-civil war era. Uh, juries used to free people who were escaped slaves uh, or who had helped them in the Underground Railroad. and uh, <clears throat> But since then, judges and uh, have learned to get around that by doing all this questioning of jurors that are prospective jurors and uh, asking them at the very outset, before they're actually in, impaneled on the jury, would you have any problem of uh, convicting someone of this crime that they're being accused of? And if they can get them to say, um yes to that, I, I would have problem with convicting of that jury. Then they excuse them from the jury. So they're not not on the jury in the first place. And so if they then do exercise jury nullification later, they don't charge them with um oh, well, what they do is they charge them with contempt of court. You've violated the the conditions of, you know, because you've you essentially perjured yourself with willingness to convict someone of this crime. And so they they've eliminated a lot of the opportunities for jury nullification. Um, But I I, it it would be a great way to to undo a lot of the civil asset forfeiture uh, convictions or the drug convictions. Uh, I remember uh, Walter Williams was asked uh, when he was hauled in on this is another thing hauled in against his will, despite the 13th amendment, uh, saying that, uh, involuntary servitude is, uh, uh, not allowed in this country except for the conviction of a crime. Uh, jury, nullif- uh, jury pools are still involuntary servitude as are so many other things, but in any case, uh,
0: like filling out, out a this, tax form.
1: Yeah. Or, or attending school, um, you know, compulsory attendance to schools and, in any case, so he was asked, Walter Williams was asked, would you have any troubles uh, convicting somebody of uh, a drug violation, or, uh, of a crime? And he said, well, it depends on what the crime is. And they said, well, uh, you know, uh, uh, if it was uh, returning a, a runaway slave, I would not convict them of that. And so they excused him from the drug pool. It's a quick and easy way to get out of the, of the drug pool for sure.
0: <clears throat> so that's an interesting thing because— There are people that there's a lot of people that don't like to do jury duty, uh, because it's conscripted number one, uh, because you're not well compensated for your time, uh, not as well as you would, you know, if you have a, a a regular professional career, right. You don't get paid as much to be on a jury. Um, so a lot of people are always looking for a way to get off the jury, right? No, I just, I just want to go home and get back to my normal life. I don't want to be any part of this, uh, rather than taking jury duty seriously uh, and putting themselves, giving themselves the opportunity to nullify a bad law and keep uh, an innocent individual out of jail. Right? They, they, they again because the state runs it. They set it up where even even the guy who's there on the jury doesn't want to be there, um, and the easiest person to take that frustration uh, out on is the defendant. Yeah, yeah. Although it could be, I think it's been said
1: that the O.J. Simpson trial was also an example of jury nullification, um, but, but perhaps not. I mean, there, there was a lot of evidence that he committed the crime. However, I think that what the jury objected to was the, the manner of the treatment of the evidence that it seemed to be suspect. And so therefore, <clears throat> anyway, they made a judgment that surprised everybody. Yeah, I don't know. I don't think they were they were ruling out the idea that a um, that murder was was not a just law, but they they just ruled on on this particular case that this guy, the police, this the state did not yet prove its case, right on that, which is and, not exactly jury jury nullification, but the the, the right of the jury to to do whatever they want should be sacrosanct.
0: You know, that's the whole point. And I, I get some heat uh, here from again local friends uh, because I don't I I'm not on the driver's license roll uh, in New Hampshire and I am not on the voter roll in New Hampshire um, so I am not on the jury roll in New Hampshire uh, and I don't know how they did it in Hawaii but I I had never been called into jury duty in Hawaii do they just do it on the voter rolls there because I I was never on that list either
2: I'm not sure but uh, some people get called in multiple times. So I think it's, if they get a conviction out of them, they'll call them again. Okay. Maybe,
0: (laughs) but I've never, I've never, I've honestly, I've never gotten a jury summons in my life. Um, I don't anticipate getting one here again, because not on any other roles that they would, they would draw from. Um, but I get heat for it from, you know, activist friends for being a bad activist, because by not, uh, ingraining myself and putting myself on that list and getting into that system, um, I will never have the opportunity to nullify a jury. And so they go like, well, this is the one area where you could be, uh, you know, you could save a life if only you would put yourself, uh, in that position to be on the jury and then go to the jury duty and, you know, and refuse to convict. And I go, yeah, you're right. But it's, you know, for me personally, it's not worth my time ingraining myself into that system, right? The reason I'm not on those roles is because I want to be out of that system. Uh, as much as possible right in ev- in every way feasible um and i don't have to you know i'm not going to vote so i don't i have no desire to vote i'm not going to be on the voter roll just, entirely, just to because be.
1: i think you should have the uh, you know you're you're trying not to be caught up in their system and uh, absolutely yeah and so it's it's the problem of the system that um i mean it would be nice if they said we are looking for jurors just like we are hiring carpenters or plumbers, we want experts—people who are good at the law or judgment or have a, a, you know, expertise at the at this field. We don't want a, the lowest common denominator in society that care, could care less, who's being dragged out of the, out of their life to do this um, resentfully and being paid what thirty dollars a day or something like that. Um, I mean, they, could you imagine saying, "Well, let's have a, a lottery for the military"? Oops, they did do that once. And they got a lot of people who didn't want to be there. Yes. Well, so it should be the same thing with jury pools. You know, you want to have people who are, who want to be there for various reasons. Maybe they're good at it, and maybe they're expertise uh, things like that. But uh, instead, um, um,
0: well, I think now, they want people who are easy to manipulate. MC raised an interesting point earlier, uh, insofar as you know, if you if you if you give them a lot of convictions, they're likely to call you back for jury duty uh if they if they took it out of the compulsory side of things and made it you know people who want to be there because it's you know their job and they're good at it um you know maybe maybe they only hire people who grant convictions right and they game the system that way so i can see i can see jury being a professional job uh also being uh, well, problematic
1: mm-hmm. yeah well that's true but the the defense should have just as much um uh, leeway at selecting jurors too, and like for example, you want an arbit uh, an arbitrator. I mean, if you want to go to arbitration court, I mean, you clearly, if you're, you know, uh, a plaintiff, you always want uh, you would like an arbiter arbitrator who would always side with the plaintiffs. But clearly, if 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 it if the defense has just as strong an interest in finding an arbitrator who will side with the defense, so you then both settle on an arbitrator who has a reputation for being very neutral and pleasing both sides. Yes. Um, and so that's the way it would be with jurors too. I mean what they are, they, they are arbitrators.
0: Right. Okay. And that's another thing. I I don't mean to sidetrack the jury aspect of it, but that's another way that the state, uh, circumvents the jury process, right. Is by, uh, holding certain crimes, misdemeanors, whatever, uh, to lower standards, where you're not entitled to a jury at all, right? Then, of course, yeah. they get the conviction because the judge isn't going to nullify the law, uh, but you're not entitled to the jury, even though that should be granted one. I think judges used to be given
1: more discretion of whether they, they were going to impose a penalty for the law. Uh, for example, a case that came up on the radio, for example, said that, okay, suppose you steal a car and there's no doubt about it, it's on the cameras and a lot of witnesses and so on, but that you did so because your child was uh, uh, desperately ill and you needed to get them to the hospital and that was the quickest and easiest way to do so. Okay, so the, a judge might have, dis- might have had discretion over the, the circumstances in the case, and, and perhaps they do. I don't know that much about the legal system. I think they, uh, there have been some laws that have passed to try and take discretion away from judges because they didn't trust them mandatory
0: minimums falls into yeah. that category.
1: Wasn't that uh Joe Biden type of uh thing? Could have
0: been. Uh we had a we were in a uh a training class last weekend uh Emma and myself and they 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 brought up uh, an interesting case of a gentleman who found himself on the wrong side of the law. Um and you know the the, the this is when I guess New Hampshire had mandatory minimums for certain crimes and you know one of the the, the judges on record uh as saying well you did a stupid thing but you didn't do a 3 years stupid thing right like the mandatory minimum was 3 years yeah um so it got it got pushed up you know th- through multiple appeals or whatever and you know by the time it i think it got a summary judgment where there was an agreement upon the facts right like this happened this happened this happened this happened both sides prosecution and defense agree to that well based on that you did commit this crime um and even though it was a dumb thing to do, because there's a mandatory minimum law, you have to go to jail for three years, right? Well, that's how it's
1: been with drug laws. I mean, weren't there people going to jail for 90 years because of... Uh, yeah.
0: Well, and California has the three strikes thing. Third time too. or something like that. Yep. The 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 three strikes law uh, in California puts people away for a long time for, rel- for uh, relatively minor crimes uh, if it happens to be the third strike, because there's no... There's no discretion anymore at that level. So then as the jury, you know, that's when the jury could go like, well, even though we agree that he committed this crime, right? We believe that the penalty that's going to be assessed is going to be far outweigh the actual crime and therefore not convict." Uh, and they will say, well, that's not your role, jury. You don't get to pick the punishment. You only get to decide whether or not he's done it. Um. But with jury nullification, you absolutely, you absolutely as a juror, uh, get to, get to take into account everything that you're aware of, uh, when making that decision. Mm -hmm. And Mm -hmm. one of the other interesting things, um, uh, I, I, I'm not going to say with a hundred percent certainty, but I'm pretty sure in New Hampshire, it's one of the few states, uh, where the defense can actually bring up the concept of jury nullification, uh, during jury selection and during really, trial. yep, that's that's great. So they can't, yeah. they cannot hide that fact uh, from the jurors here in the, in in New Hampshire. As far as I know, that's what I've heard. I know I've seen it documented at some point, but it's also been a while, so I don't know if that got you know if that's been retroactively reversed. Uh, but yeah, you can actually act, absolutely mention jury nullification. Like, yes, he was smoking a joint. But man, he shouldn't be going to jail for smoking a joint. Uh, And the jury can then, you know, and you can say, and you as the jury have the right to say, no, this is, this is absurd. Um, And he should not be convicted based on that. Even though he committed the crime, uh, because it should not be a crime, you have the right to nullify. And that's, uh, that's upheld again, as far as I know in New Hampshire. So we got it pretty good here on, on certain things like that. Yeah, I applaud that. Is there anything more you wanted to add uh, about jury nullification in general or uh, a specific case that piqued your interest? No, that's that's uh, that's good. Dealt with right. the issue. All right. Let us uh, jump into headlines, but I'm not going to read through the headlines like I normally do because I know there's a particular issue uh, on the COVID front uh, that I have a, a article for. Uh, and it's short, so I'll open it up to you guys to comment more on what's actually going on uh in the, <laughs> the great I can't even say it with a straight face, in the great state of Hawaii. Uh headline, at least he's honest about his lust for power. Uh it's from LouRockwell.com. Honolulu's <laughs> order for residents to live and work from their homes will continue for another two weeks. But the island's parks, beaches, and trails will be open for solo activity? Uh, Mayor Kirk Caldwell announced on Tuesday, and I think this is a recent article, so I'm pretty sure this was this past Tuesday. um, The mayor said his order prohibits people, even those living in the same household, from visiting parks or beaches together. That means that parents are not allowed to bring their kids to the beach, he said, and couples may not hike together, even at a distance. And
1: Your four-year-old child has to go to the beach
0: by himself. Yeah, can you drop him off? Like how, you know, he's... (laughs) We dropped him off. We just we're going to the uh, the beach down the way a little bit. He's going to swim over here, and we'll be over there. Oh, but I, then they they probably take the child away before abusing the child. Jeez. Are <laughs> husband and wife? No, no. We came in separate cars. <laughs> He's in his little section over there. I'm in my little section over here. We're going. We came separate. We're leaving separate. We are not together at all. And why? Back into the article. Uh, The reason is not about COVID-19 risk, but instead about making it easier for the Honolulu Police Department to enforce, Caldwell said. (laughs) When you talk about the same household and you're a police officer, how do you know who's in the same household (laughs) when you go to enforce, he said. We could ask them. <laughs> well, then, but then, then you run into the situation where are then are they compelled to answer, right? Am I being interrogated? Am I? Do I have to respond to your questions? <clears throat> uh, the reason why we did it just one uh, is it's easy to tell if someone is just walking, running, or sitting by themselves. It's harder when you have a group of people together. Hey, in his defense, a lot of money is at stake. Hundreds of people are facing fines up to $5,000 or jail time for offenses as seeming as seemingly harmless as walking their dogs alone in empty parks. <clears throat> Your sound cut out <clears throat> when you were mentioning the 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 fine. Uh-oh. Hundreds of people are facing fines up to $5,000 and or jail time for offenses as seemingly harmless as walking their dogs alone in the park. Uh, A year yep. of jail. <clears throat> uh, that's what it jail. says. Oh, okay. Yeah. Jail time. Yep. Uh, Yo Kirk, uh, I hope this good people. I hope the good people of Honolulu tar and feather you uh, before running you out of town on a rail. Thanks to <laughs> Vinny Terranova for sending me this story. So you're still stuck in the middle of it. What so the a hell are they four, thinking? A family of four could get twenty
1: thousand dollars and four <laughs> separate uh, year-long penalty uh, sentences. Boy, that would fill the prisons. Which, of course, they probably have to release them from anyway so but the then they would but the twenty thousand dollars they could still stick them for now there's there's where you're hoping that the judges have some positive discretion if they were inclined to be they might say well just just get this case out of my
0: court you know it's stupid oh yeah yeah i i have no faith in the hawaii judicial system for any sort of activist judges uh not taking these cases or throwing them out Um, because I, I've, I've sat in the Honolulu court when, uh, you know, when the texting while driving, uh, was really being enforced and it was just a cattle call. It was, you know, I've, I've shared this on this show before five people stand up. They go like, we're all going to presume you're guilty unless you step forward. If you step forward, you will be taken aside and wait until the end and we'll deal with you separately. Um, otherwise if you're admitting guilt, all five of you just stay right where you are and you all get a fine. Right, and then five people. No one steps forward. Five people uh, get fined, and then another five people walk up and they go, same deal. Uh, we're presuming you're all guilty, unless you step forward. In which case, you know, we'll deal with you separately. Get back to your seat, you know. And then five hundred, just, so, just ringing the cash register takes one minute to convict five people at a what time. What was the what was the
1: process for the one who? Did anyone step forward, and what was the process? Uh, I
0: think one guy stepped forward out of, you know, like 25 or 30 people that I saw before it was my turn to go up there for something else. Um, They they sit back down, right? You must now wait uh, in the courtroom until we're done processing everyone else through, and then we'll get to you. Um,
1: Hours, hours more.
0: Hours, hours more. um, You know, and then you come up and you plead, you know, not guilty or... uh, Mitigating circumstances or what, it, yeah, whatever it happens whatever. to be. And all then, right. you know, the, then they'll set another date for you to come back, uh, and to discuss that further. Right. Cause you know, Cause this your is just time the, is worth nothing to them. Cause it's, to, well, that's the thing. That's the thing. Your time is worth nothing to them, but is it worth more than a hundred bucks to you? Right. Cause if, if, if you don't want to come back, you just pay the hundred bucks and you're on your way and that's all you have to pay. Mm-hmm. Um, the city of Keene, New Hampshire, I think they've recently doubled it for a while. Parking tickets were only $5, right? If, if, if you don't pay the meter and they put a parking ticket on your car, the ticket was five bucks. I think they raised it to 10 bucks, mm-hmm. but you can see how that would, uh, discourage everyone from challenging the ticket
1: mm-hmm.
0: right now. Mitigating circumstances. I paid the meter. The, the meter made, was lying. I'm targeted for a ride, whatever it is. Uh, no, cause no one wants to take a half a day off of work, uh, sit in court for, you know, four hours, uh, just for them to find you guilty anyway. And, you know, raise the, raise the, the penalty. Um, so you pay your five bucks, state gets their five bucks. And if you do that to, you know, hundreds of people parking in downtown a day, well, it's a pretty good living, right? i just, you know, because the, the penalty is so small right? That no one wants to, no one's willing to fight it because the time, the, co- the time cost is so much more, right? Mm-hmm. This is another thing where they talk about like, you know, the, 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 uh, the income tax system, right? Like, well, libertarians, uh, if the income tax was only like 1% or 3%, like it was on tea back in the revolution, uh, do you think you would still have a problem with the government, right? Right. You know, if they, if they're only taxing you that little bit, would you really fight for it I'm like well on principle shouldn't we right <laughs> it's not about the amount it's the principle of the matter that we should focus on so if you, yeah you should fight a five dollar parking ticket you should fight you know every every chance you get um, and I say that with a little bit of hypocrisy uh, because as I was attempting to make the move here I was in the middle of a court battle um, over a100 dollar ticket. Um, that I eventually paid just to, just to be able to leave the state on time. Uh, but I was trying to drag it out as much as possible. I think I had like three attorney changes. Um, you know, they, the, the public defender wouldn't do it. So they had another public defender and he wouldn't do it. Um, then they, you know, they gave me my, but what I learned was the, the constitutionally appointed attorney, not the public defender's office. Um, so I think I had like three attorneys on that one case, stretched it out almost a year. Uh, before just going like, no, I'm going to run out of time. I got to get out of here. And, and then I just paid. Uh, but I was trying to demand like a jury trial, right? Cause I wanted, mm-hmm. I wanted my opportunity for jury nullification for this nonsense. Um, mm-hmm. uh, and they were trying to deny that to me. I'm like, well, I, I, I demand it. Like, do I have, do I have to fill out the paperwork? Is it, doesn't it say like right there in the constitution that certain, certain things you must provide me a jury trial for, and you're trying to deny me this. Um, so, so I, I, I fought it as long as I could. And then I just, I just ran out of time. Like if I, if I was still living in Hawaii, um, uh, I probably would have fought, <laughs> probably, probably still be on continuances right now. Cause that's how slow the process mo- moves. Uh, but yeah, so I, I, I understand that I, there's a little bit of hypocrisy there. Um, and I'm okay with that. Cause again, I, I have my own excuses and I live with them. Um. Uh, but yeah, I you know, fight it as much as you can. Why not? Do it on principle. You know how many days? You know how many days how much money I lost uh not going to work for half a day because <laughs> of every continuance, you know, uh, you know, uh, almost a year's worth of continuances like every every two months, back in court for another day or a half day or whatever, um, to deal with this nonsense. Or just go ahead and pay the hundred bucks. It's only a hundred bucks, you know. You you can pay you can afford to pay the hundred bucks. Um And so, so again, that's how they get you. They get you with such tiny penalties, um, that you don't, that you don't want to do it. Now, in the case of the COVID ones, right. The penalties are kind of big, kind of, uh, uh, burdensome. I would say if you're talking about $5,000 for walking your dog alone in the park, um, that's one of those punitive penalties, right? That's a penalty so great that they really don't want anyone walking their dog in the park and they don't want anyone challenging it either. Right. It's like, you know, I, I've always said like, you know, if, if you were the state and you really didn't want something done, right. You just, you just make it the death penalty, right. An ounce of marijuana death penalty. Why not? Mm-hmm. You know, If you really, if you really wanted people to stop and you said, well, you still wouldn't stop people from smoking. Yeah. But you'd whittle them down real quick. Right. Like, <laughs> you know, because you catch them once death penalty no, and then that's it. The, that's, the, it's the a very penalty. discouraging penalty.
1: The death penalty is the ultimate penalty, the ultimate, uh, threat behind all laws. If you don't pay the fine or you don't go to
0: jail, you resist, um, they can shoot you. And they do. Mm -hmm. But I just think it's, it's, it's punitive at this point, the, the fines that they're putting in place, uh, for, for COVID violations. Um, you know, one of the, again, I'll, I'll bring it back to New Hampshire because there's a couple of towns that have mask ordinances, um. And then I don't know if it's just because of compliance uh, or you know apathy, uh, but there there's no one in, there's no enforcement, <laughs> so it's it's a worthless ordinance. When you're in this particular town, you must wear a facial covering when you're out and about in the public or city streets, um, and we can't get arrested. Like you know you know they they're activists going like we should, we should be getting arrested for this because you have to get arrested to challenge the law. So someone has to voluntarily go get arrested so we can challenge the law and then sue and then win some money from the rest of the taxpayers. Mm -hmm. And so my point at that time was, well, the person who does it, you know, it, it should not be me. Right. Because me, like me, Richie Rich personally, um, Mm -hmm. not because I don't want to, right. I've been arrested, you know, for other things. I don't, it's not like I have a problem being arrested or have a problem with jail. Um, but I am not a sympathetic victim. Right. Does that make sense? <laughs> like, I am not the face. Uh, I, you know, I don't consider myself to be like the face of the movement, uh, quite the opposite, right? Cause I, I put on the mask and I'm like the no face of the movement. <laughs> uh, but I'm not the face of the movement necessarily. Right. And then, you know, we have a, there's a, a representative of the free state project. Um, uh, I won't mention by name. Um, but if you're listening to this and you know who we're talking about, she's handicapped, right? She's in a hmm. wheelchair, hmm. but she's an activist. Mm-hmm. That's a sympathetic victim, mm-hmm. right? Because not only so, and you know, so she could she someone uh, one of my friends like she should be out there getting arrested every week for a whole bunch <laughs> of things, right? Because you arrest her, you know, she's handicapped. Number one, so it it's bad optics, um, and she's she's a sympathetic uh, victim because she's female because she's handicapped. So even, you know, even if she was doing something in the wrong, you can get, you can rally the people behind her, um, and maybe get a, a nullified jury because they're sympathetic to the individual, uh, and the individual struggles that they already have to endure, let alone this extra burden placed on them by the state. Uh, and then she can sue and, you know, in that, even in the lawsuit, right. Uh, more likely to win because she's, you know, a sympathetic, uh, plaintiff at that point in time against the state, uh, than, than some of us, uh, other degenerates, I guess for, for lack of a better term. <laughs> um, so yeah, so there's also that, uh, so any, any, you know, I, I kind of took over a little bit, but you guys are living in there, uh, in Hawaii right now with the, with the hiking alone, the swimming alone. And what sense does that make?
1: It's, it's ludicrous. Um, I, I I have a, a friend who's on the police force and he says, well, I, I you know, I, I raised the question, will good cops just refuse to enforce foolish laws? And he says, well, actually, they, they have an opt uh, out. In other words, they can they can say that they don't want to be uh, on COVID duty and COVID duty is combing the beaches and trails and parks and everything. Look for some looking for people who are violating their actions and so they can opt out so in a way that's kind of too bad because now you got good cops who aren't present there so what does that leave well it means uh cops who are rule enforcers regardless of the of the logic behind it who take this on it's probably um um maybe extra over overtime pay or or uh, or whatever that gets them out there because they just um like sticking it to people yeah, you know, and uh, they're, they're law enforcers no matter uh what the law is and who are the who are the um perpetrators as it were um, i i think that's uh it's almost too bad that good good cops can opt out of this kind of duty because i, I would rather have a good cop on there using his sense you would so, rather you know, have the cops be compulsed into covid duty no go you know <laughs> okay we've we've got uh uh Cops uh, doing their rounds on on Alajana Beach Park, and they decided not to arrest anybody unless they're, I mean, the the purpose of it was to prevent parties and gatherings. That's why they also made it illegal to have alcohol at the beach, not because they were going to prosecute everybody with uh, alcohol, but they just wanted to have an excuse if there's a big rowdy party, then they'd have something on that particular rowdy party. Um, But they could use their own judgment about whether or not it was, it made sense or not. And, um, in this, in this case too, if you're trying to prevent large gatherings and everything like that, okay, they could, they could go after them, but leave everybody else alone on the beach. But what, what could be healthier than at the be, be at the beach and to be, uh, you know, resting between your swims. But I, I had, uh, a friend of mine say that her father was arrested because they had all gone out surfing, which is perfectly legal. Then they came in. And they uh, showered at the at the shower at the beach and then went to their car. But the father was a little behind the others. And by the time he got to the shower, the police nabbed him for uh, using the facility. He, he is only supposed to walk directly from the water to his car. He's not allowed to stop off and shower. Oh, Jesus. And so he got uh, stuck with a big uh, one of these tickets. And you don't know what the... You know, you, you go to the judge, they say in the newspapers it's $5,000, uh, but uh, it may, there may be lesser amounts for first offense. I don't know. But in any case, uh, or the maybe not. thing is, yeah, yeah, you don't know. And it's uh, and, really and so, ludicrous.
2: And so what if you're uh, a police officer and you really don't like Kirk Caldwell or David Ege and you're like, you know what, here's my chance to make everybody pissed off <laughs> at their <laughs> stupid ideas i would find you know the the most uh i don't know bootlicking people i could or uh the most innocent people i could to harass and and uh that that would surely turn them off from uh you know the the government um or at least those two clowns um and i and i've heard of uh people doing that uh cops do that sometimes and and it's it's hilarious to me but at the same time uh yeah people are getting harassed for no reason um but uh, yeah it's just it's it's too the the laws that they came up with are too too stupid to like almost unimaginable like how could they do that? How could they be so dumb? See, and maybe
0: I'm jaded. Like I've spent way too much time watching other people in courtrooms uh, grovel and be so apologetic for, you know, for crimes that didn't involve a victim. I'm so sorry, your honor. I shouldn't have done that. Right. The military personnel comes in in their full military dress to garner some extra sympathy <laughs> for being, you know, servants. I'll lick
2: your boot all day long. Right. <laughs> <laughs>
0: So I just I I find it difficult to believe that uh, someone who's gotten arrested um, for one of these violations, right, is gonna is gonna have a change of heart on the law itself or the state,
2: right? They're gonna they're gonna <laughs> some, walk somewhere. Well. Maybe if yeah, maybe no no, but yeah, but they, they they might also lie. There's lots of people that say they're sorry, but they're not really sorry. They just don't want to pay the fine or whatever.
0: Okay, that could be a tactic too
1: then. Um, well, re- regardless of whether they're sorry or not, it still is obedience absolutely. To, the, to the state. And and I, actually, I think we're just seeing the beginning of this. Uh, I would like to think that people are seeing how stupid central planning is by this example, that they'll uh, resist it, rebel against it, and, and, and uh, turn against it it could go the other way though it could be that people get so accustomed to it well the central planning even though it's dumb and stupid it's for our own good and so therefore we need to obey and the, the 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 true measure of what which way it's turning is how do people react when they see somebody else without a mask do people then turn against them or do they cheer them on you know or or do they just ignore them how how's it going do people um I mean, the, or the person at the beach with his family, uh, will other people turn them in or will other people be um,
0: quite cheering them on? Yeah. And I like being the beacon of choice, right? I don't judge. I don't care. Um, when people come into my place of employment for my regular job, um, mask or no mask, I, I, I try to treat them the same. Uh, excuse me. And the ones that ask, like, do I have to wear a mask in here? I go, no, <laughs> you can do whatever you want. <laughs> you know if you want to take it off if you want like we can have a face-to-face conversation if you prefer uh, but i kind of leave it up to the individual right so like you go people go, well, what is your position on masks? And i go same as everything else uh pro-choice anti-state you know you want to wear one wear one if you don't don't um do you think that this
1: particular covid19 then will give way to ah oh, but the same things we did to protect against that even though it's gone now i'm can protect us against, um, outbreaks of the flu and of, uh, you know, pneumonia or, or tuberculosis or anything else that you might get in society. So that, well, it becomes routine
0: for everybody at all times. Maybe. Uh, but I also, you know, someone posted uh, the, the CDC recommendation for the California wildfires, right? said, be forewarned, uh, the masks, the cloth masks that you are wearing to protect yourself against, uh, COVID-19 that tiny, uh, you know, Microscopic virus particle uh, is does not offer filtration for these smoke particles uh, in the air for the California air, air during the wildfires. Is that so? so? Yes, so masks are not effective for the wildfires. The cloth masks that they adver- that they advise everyone to wear to, uh, to protect against COVID uh, does not protect against smoke inhalation from from the wildfires. I mean, I think that's
2: obvious, but is is the it smoke- would be
0: obvious. But if it's, you know, then it's it, then it should be obvious that it's not protecting you against the virus either.
2: Is the virus uh, larger or smaller than the smoke particle? I, you know, I don't
0: know the actual specifics, but I know the virus is really, really small. Uh, microscopically small, obviously. Uh, and my
2: intuition tells me, yes, the virus is smaller than the smoke particle. I don't, that's what. I saw that meme a couple of times, and I, I I just don't know. <laughs> and there's there's another thing too. If if you're if the smoke is uh, in the air enough where you can see it and not just smell it, uh, well, of course the mask isn't going to uh, do anything because it's surrounding the mask. Maybe, but that's but,
0: I think that's the point that people are stupid at this point because they think yeah, the masks are if, working that they
2: will wear it. But if it's a a virus coming from a person—it's not like the person is smoking a virus cigarette, and the you know it's just spewing out like a like a cigarette smoke would be. Um, it's much less, but that doesn't mean you're not going to get the you know. That doesn't mean that masks are effective anyway. I think every you know everybody should know they're not effective, um, and that's why they were never recommended for stopping the flu. Well, but they, but uh, especially in Asia.
0: Right. It was culturally acceptable to wear the masks when the uh, SARS and
2: the bird flu well, was going around. Especially if you're sick. Right. If you have symptoms, yeah, please wear a mask, stay home. Actually, just stay home, you know, yeah. if you can. <laughs> you, know? you don't need so to wear a know, mask. Just don't so bring it around a, everybody else.
1: If you have a burning coal in your mouth, you want to have a mask so that you don't uh, let smoke go out uh, of your mouth. Then, right, then
0: Sure. Yeah. That works too. Right. Just keep it away from me. Pro-choice, anti-state. Mm-hmm. Uh, But yeah, so in general, um, in general, I think the masks are nonsense, right? I I think, you know, going back to the beginning show, the Apple guy was brutally honest. It's about optics. It's about uh, perception. It's about control. Um, And that if you want to go out and about without it, uh, you know, and for the most part, like, I haven't worn one, right? I don't wear it on a regular basis. I don't wear it. I don't wear it unless I'm asked to wear it. Um, And I haven't, I haven't been symptomatic. At all? In the full seven months? Hanging out in large
1: groups? Since he came out with that rule, there have been a a lot of people who criticize it, saying that it it is dangerous to go swimming or to go hiking alone. And, you know, if they were transparent in their decision-making process, all of these objections could be raised in the decision-making process, with the public being fully informed, the media, uh, you know, discussing it openly— but they don't. That was the very first thing they shut down at the very beginning of this, all the transparency laws, so that you can't know what, uh, how they're coming to their decisions and who's influencing them and for what reasons and all that sort of thing. So there's no opportunity for the for the scrutiny. And I think that that's, in, in Hawaii, they've recently had a lot of um, uh, departures from the leadership of the health department and all because of uh, pretty bad performance. And the bad performance would have been exposed months ago um, if it had been transparent, but they, the first thing they did is shut it down, so you can't know what they're doing until the, the trans until the incompetence is so uh, bluntly exposed. I think it was kind of exposed when the uh, state senators went to the Department of Health and inve- inspected for themselves. And the governor's first comment was, "You shouldn't have gone there. You, know, <laughs> you exposed what um, what we were trying to prevent people from knowing about." Yeah secrecy optics. and control
0: the optics, optics. is more important <laughs> that's that's the theme of the day um final thoughts because we're at the end no nope, thanks okay good show all right that'll yeah. do it for us then wrapping it up uh you guys know where to find us anarchistexperience.com on telegram t.me slash anarchist or t.me slash the anarchist experience and if you'd like to contribute to the show financially uh you may do so through patreon patreon.com slash the anarchist experience Thank you very much for listening, and we'll talk to you all next week. Peace. Aloha.